everyone, and welcome to another episode of Questions. I'm here with Pastor Joel today, and we wanted to remind you really quick to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we would love to hear from you guys. So if you have any questions, email us at contact at rightresponseministries.com. We would love to uh, answer those questions in future episodes. So today is a question that has come up quite a bit in uh, Joel's pastoral ministry. And so we're going to, he's going to tackle that today. And so this question is kind of threefold. What is God's purpose for saving people? What should a new Christian focus their attention on? And I guess the overarching question is, what should I do after I get saved? Hmm. Pastor Joel. All right. Uh, Let's look at Romans chapter one, verse five. There's a few texts that we could use for this. Um, I think of Colossians, um, presenting, you know, working and ministering to present everyone mature in Christ. Um, that, that's a text that uh, is wonderful. But I, I think the same sentiment, the same principle is uh, found in Romans chapter 1, verse 5. And so the text says this, uh, Through him, this is Paul speaking, Through him we have received grace and apostleship. Grace and apostleship. To bring about for a purpose. For, for a specific end, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name, that is Christ's name, the glory of Jesus, glory of God among all the Gentiles. We could say um, all over the earth. So in a nutshell, Paul's saying this, through him being Jesus. So he's saying through the Son, through the Beloved, through Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we have received two things. And this is kind of, this is the point. We've received grace, but not only grace, but also apostleship. Grace and apostleship. And we've received these two things, both grace and apostleship, for the purpose of bringing about the obedience of faith for the sake of of his name, that is, for the glory of Christ, for his glory, and and his glory among whom? Um, Among all the Gentiles. His glory all over the earth. And so what I think we see in this text is this. Paul and the other apostles, they received grace. I think this is a reference to their own conversion, their own salvation. Not not just... um, the ministry that God would give to them in order to bring about the salvation of others. But first and foremost, I think Paul is referencing his own salvation, his own justification, his own conversion, and uh, the salvation of his colleagues, his peers, his other apostles. And so he says, through him, everything that God does, every benevolent act that God does, salvific act and God's special grace, his saving grace is always in and through the Son of God, in and through Jesus Christ, the person and work of Jesus. And so Paul says, in him, through him, through Jesus, God has granted to us grace, that is our own salvation, and here's the point, apostleship, that is a ministry that God through us would bring about the salvation, as well as sanctification of others. So through Jesus, 
God has granted us grace, our conversion, our salvation. And God hasn't just through Jesus given us salvation, given us grace, but he's also given us apostleship. Now, you and I are not apostles. That's not my point. But, but if we just kind of look at the, the overarching general principle here, right? In the case of Paul, it was apostleship. But the principle is that God gives to each individual who he has determined to save both grace, that is salvation itself for that person, and also not apostleship specifically, but the general principle is a job, a responsibility, a ministry, something to do. In other words, God saves people and then he puts them to work. He doesn't just save people so that you can have this perpetual, eternal, never-ending honeymoon with Jesus, where you just stay in the proverbial bedroom and whisper sweet nothings to one another. No, God, God has not saved you in a vacuum. He's not saved you in isolation. He has saved you and grafted you into the family of God, right? When we're adopted through Christ Jesus by the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we not only gain God the Father, but we also gain brothers and sisters in Christ. And God has given us a role, a job, a duty uh, to, to minister to those who don't yet know Jesus so that they might come to salvation, but then also to minister to those who do know Jesus so that they might grow in sanctification. And so to Paul and his colleagues, his fellow apostles, was granted through Christ grace, that is their own salvation, and apostleship, that is, a ministry, a service, a job. So what do we do when we get saved? What's one of the first things that we should do? Well, there's a lot of things. Right? Start reading the Bible. The Gospel of John would be a great place to start. Um, immediately get plugged into a faithful Bible-preaching church and become a member there and submit yourself to spiritual authority. But, but another thing that we don't always highlight, right? There's a lot of things I could highlight, but for the purpose of this episode, I want to focus on service. Well, one of the first things that we should do when we get saved is we should start serving. And I think a lot of times it's like, well, I don't know if I'm qualified yet. I don't know if I'm ready yet. Well, there's a lot to be said for studying to show yourself approved. Certainly the Bible has very clear and very high qualifications for officers in the local church, such as elders and deacons. Uh, but even members of a local church who are not um, ordained officers, they're not elders, they're not deacons, they're simply members in a local church, um, there is still much ministry, much service for them to do. I think of Ephesians 4, where it is the task of the officers, the leaders of a church, to train and equip, not to do all the ministry themselves, but rather to train and equip the saints, that is, the members of the church, for the work of ministry. So there is a work of ministry that has been assigned to not merely the leaders in a church, but the members of a church. So in other words, when God saves a person, there should be a quick turnaround on that person getting to work immediately. God, he not only administers grace, 
but he also administers marching orders, an assignment, a task, a ministry, a service, a responsibility. And so I, I just, I love the wording of this text. Again, Romans chapter 1, verse 5. Through him, that is, through Jesus, right, all of God's grace towards us is only in and through the person and work of Jesus Christ. So through Jesus, we have received grace and apostleship. It's two sides of the same coin. It's, it's two peas in a pod. It's a package deal. You don't get one without the other. It's grace and apostleship in the case of Paul and Peter and James and John. But in our case, just looking at the broader principle, it's grace, a.k.a. salvation, and apostleship, in our case, a.k.a. service, ministry. So we could say this, through Jesus, God administers salvation and service. Salvation and service. Immediately. It's not salvation for 10 years and then time to start serving. Mm -mm. Grace and a job. Salvation and service. So what's one of the first things that you should do as a new Christian in coming to faith in Jesus Christ? Start reading the Bible. Get plugged in in a local church. But also get to work. Immediately find something that you can do to serve the body of Christ at large. How can you begin ministering? How can you begin serving? Because remember Ephesians 4. It is to the saints, right? Not just prophets and apostles and not just evangelists and shepherds and teachers, not just elders and deacons as ordained officers in a local church, not just to leaders. They're called to a role of training and equipping, but it is to the saints themselves, to the members of a church, that it has been given the work of ministry. That is the work of service. When God saves someone, he administered them grace and a job. That's my answer. Great. All right. Thank you, Pastor Joel. And thank you all for tuning in. Uh, once again, please send us your questions at contact at rightresponseministries.com. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. We don't want you guys to miss out on all the great content that we're going to be having coming your way soon. All right. Thanks so much. God bless. As a special thank you for your gift of any amount, we'll be happy to send you a free digital book from our store. To access this offer, visit rightresponseministries.com offer. We highly recommend Pastor Joel's book, Am I Truly Saved? If you or someone you know has wrestled with doubts about the love of God, this would be a great resource. As a reminder, to get this offer, go to rightresponseministries.com offer. And thank you for your generous support.